Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. Happy Tuesday, and thanks for tuning in. I'm Dan Nunn. Hey, we're going to look at a little bit of something we've looked at in the past in depth, but it's one of those topics that's worth looking at again, and that is the chaos going down on the southern border, the illegal immigration. I hate to even call it immigration. They're just illegal aliens. They're entering the country illegally. They're criminals by definition, since they are illegal. And it continues to happen in massive numbers, numbers never before seen in this country, numbers that are beyond even comprehension, numbers that, that would occupy several states in this country. And we're just letting them in and we're paying for them, and we're providing them lodging, we're providing them food. It's a massive expense, a massive burden on the United States, and not so much the federal government, but local uh, governments and cities across the country. And there's a few different aspects of the people that are coming across. Okay, there's the people that go through the, there's several aspects. The people that come through doing the entire process. As many people did that are legally in this country right now, they applied, they waited, they got their work visas or they got their asylum approved before they ever came over and then they were allowed to come over with their papers. Okay, that's the old school. That's the way it should be. That's how it should be. And now, and then there's the new, uh, the new legal immigrants who just flood across the border whenever they want and then go to some uh, detention center and claim asylum. That's what the Biden administration wants. They just want a free-for-all where everybody, anybody who wants to come into America can simply come into America, claim asylum at one of these government facilities, and they are now in the population because they'll never, most of them will never come to their court dates. Then there's the the, the, the scary ones. and these are the, uh, the, These are the gotaways. These are the people they got on film, the people they chased but didn't catch, the people they know for a fact came into the country. They counted them. There, there's, there's, they know exactly the number that this is, and it's high, and we're going to talk about these numbers because they're, they're, they will blow your mind, okay? Then there's the who knows, you know? All right, so we, we have the people who we know went through the process and applied beforehand and then came in the country completely legally then we know that there's those that illegally crossed went to a government detention center and went out into the wind via non-governmental organizations providing them transportation the gotaways and we know that number we don't know where they are we don't know who they are but we know they got away and then there's the who knows. Who knows who these people are? Who knows where they came from? Well, we don't know because if we can track the number of people that came in that were documented, that we documented so many people that came in, excuse me, they weren't documented, but we documented them coming in. And we know the number of gotaways because we had them on some sort of electronic surveillance or physical surveillance via car chases or drug apprehensions or things like that. We know those numbers. How many got in that were not even observed how many got in that weren't even on camera weren't on video weren't on nothing one would say or venture to say that it's a lot right it, it, you can't just have millions of people crossing the border without you know that we know of without there being a large number that we don't know of 
and we're going to talk about the numbers. But let's start right now in New York City because New York City has got a unique thing going on. They have their uh, they have their hotel up there, and the Watson Hotel is a luxury hotel. It's it's in New York City. It's not uncommon to where they're putting some of these migrants that have got bus there and some of these migrants that have gone there, and the mayor is claiming a national emergency and a crisis and all of that. Well, they've they, they've decided to turn their uh, cruise center out there into a, a facility where migrants, aliens, illegals can hang out and be housed instead of putting them up in these four-star, ho- three- and four-star and five-star hotels. And I'm not kidding you. They're putting them up right in downtown New York, huge money places, and they go to transfer the, the males, the young single males, to a, another facility, and they freak out. They do not want to go. After tense negotiations, city workers finally convinced migrants outside the Watson Hotel to at least dismantle part of their tent encampment to make a path on the sidewalk. Advocates who brought food and clothing say the standoff started Sunday night. When the city began busing adult male asylum seekers staying at the Watson to a new emergency relief center at the Brooklyn Cruise Terminal in Red Hook. We obtained video from inside showing rows and rows of cots placed head to toe with little space and no privacy. Who cares if they have little space? Immediately decided to turn around and come back and are warning their friends and comrades to not go there. Still Monday, the city continued with its plan to remove single men from the Watson to make room for arriving migrant families to be housed here. Some opted to get on MTA buses bound for Red Hook, but many, like this gentleman, stormed past the barricades. They dragged you out. He told us how he was removed from the room he's had for several weeks since being bussed up from the border. He says he'd rather take his chances out on the streets than be forced. These entitled fucks. How quickly did they come into the American society of, you know what, I'm in America, I'm entitled. Just because I live here, I don't have to do a thing. I don't have to be anybody. I don't have to work hard. I don't have to do a thing. I'm just entitled. Give it to me. How quickly they assimilated to the mentality that is the destruction of this country, the mentality of the Biden administration, the mentality of the Communist Democrat Party that invited them up here. So this is where they want the young, or this is another one outside the Watson Hotel. They're trying to get them to leave. They're literally camping on the sidewalks. They have, this is like a massive homeless encampment outside of a luxury hotel that the mayor decided to put them up in. And they don't want to leave. Who could blame them? They're getting five-star service. They're getting three squares a day. They have really nice, high-quality mattresses to sleep on, nice warm rooms, Mini bars, probably. We know that there's stories, and, and I have some of those where they're destroying the lobby areas of the hotels because they get drunk and they drink and they fight. We know they're having sex in the hallways. We know they're doing all sorts of things from video that has come out and reports that have come out. Fucking animals. I'm sorry. You don't want... You're going to come up here from Guatemala or, or, or Venezuela or wherever down there where you were sleeping in the freaking dirt and eating bugs and shitting in the streets 
and then you arrive in America and somehow you think you're entitled to something? You're staying in a luxury hotel. They want to put you up in the cruise center. You know what? You're going to have a cot. You're going to have some place to sleep. You're going to have blankets. You're going to have food. You're going to have some place to go shit other than the streets. Go back to where you came from. Seriously. If America is so bad, if it's so horrible, that you came in here illegally, got transported into the largest city in the world, and were treated like royalty in a four-star until they could figure out where you needed to go, and now you complain about it? Get the F out. Seriously. Oh, it angers me. It really angers me. I can't believe that these that the, 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 the entitlement mentality of America just jumped into them so fast because they see it on TV. They see it on the news. They see it from the Biden administration. The second he was elected, before he was even elected, he said, hey, if I'm elected, man, come on in. So what are they doing? They're come on in in. This is what they do to places that welcome them, that house them, that feed them. Yeah. Just let them on in. Let them all in. Bring them into our cities. Put them up in four-star hotels. See how that goes. This is outside the Watson Hotel as well. They're camping in the streets. See, they have tents set up and everything because they can't get in. So they're just living out there as if we don't have enough of a homeless population and a homeless problem with United States citizens already. We're going to add millions more with these fucks. I'm sorry for my language, really, with these people. And I'm sure it's horrible where they came from. But that does not give them the right to come into our country illegally and bring that horridness here. And the fact it's being allowed is unbelievable. This next video, um, and we're going to move on here in a second, but I do want to cover uh, one more thing here at the Waldorf. I don't know who this guy is. I'm going to call him Wu-Tang Man because he's got a Wu-Tang t-shirt on, which is a uh, New York rap group that's been around for a while. Fairly popular. I don't know if this guy is with them. I don't know if he's a community activist. I don't know if he's a, a non-governmental organization person that's, that's encouraging these people to break our laws and to demand uh, very unreasonable demands. Anyway, he's saying, look, you, you guys should be put up in luxury apartment buildings instead of the cruise center. Listen to this guy. This is something else. Check it out. I may make it large. Let's, let's make it large.
They won't leave. This is happening in the United States. Now check this guy out. This is an agitator. This is an agitator. This city. He could have easily, along with Governor Hochul, opened up all the vacant luxury apartments. We are on 57th Street right now. This is Billionaire's Row. Open up all the luxury available apartments for these illegal criminals to stay in. while the American homeless, including many veterans, lay around on the streets during the winter, freezing. Half of the super towers on this street are empty. These are $40 million apartments. These are $40 million apartments. Therefore, you should live there. You deserve to live there. You came to this country illegally. You broke the law. You're a criminal. You should go live in a $40 million apartment. Ah, the insanity. I don't understand the, the mentality of these people that just think that, oh yeah, you know, you just come in here, you can get whatever you want, you can do whatever you want to do, and, and then just go on. We're going to move on here a little bit and um, let's talk about some numbers and let's talk. Well, let's first, let's mayor Adams, the, the mayor of New York. He thinks that uh, he thinks that, you know, everything is great. It's just someone needs to pay for it except me. It's just now. Mr. Mayor, thanks so much for being with us. Uh, how serious is uh, the, the crisis at the border and what, what pressures are putting on you as a mayor of New York city? Well, I believe that when I took the trip to the El Paso, you could see firsthand the impact of how it not only uh, harmed the foundation of El Paso, but look at Chicago, Houston, Washington, New York City. This is just unfair for cities to uh, carry the weight of a national problem. We are going to open four more uh, Hotels, emergency hotels. We had to open Herc's. Uh, this is a major financial impact on New York City and cities across this country that are receiving a brunt of it. What have you said to White House officials about the importance of bringing? So one of the numbers I heard was uh, $35,000 per month in New York City to take care of one single Illegal. And I will call them illegals. Excuse me. So, that was quite the lunch. Good grief. But the fact that these people are being treated, the cruise facility that they've outfitted to put all these people in, they've got cots, they've got food, they've got facilities compared to sleeping in the dirt. And they're complaining about it. These people are being, you know, homeless people in America, actual American citizens that ha were born and raised and have lived here their whole lives, many of whom served our country in the military. I think they'd be pretty happy to have one of those 
shelters to stay in. So on top of the government letting all these people in, you have NGOs, non-governmental organizations, that it, this is not just a U.S. issue. This is this is international. These, these companies are all over the place, and they're funded by the governments of these countries. So the federal government funds NGO, the, the non-government organization uh, XYZ.org. They have activists or employees, whatever you want to call them. They have them on the Mexican side of the border and in the U.S. side of the border. They help these migrant trains come up to the border. And then once they get here, they all these migrants go into the <laughs> illegals, go into the government processing facilities. And then when they come out, they put them into these NGO organizations that will bust them throughout the country. So once they're processed, then they go into these NGOs. This is in uh, this is in Texas, and they will move them about the country. You know, like the old Southwest commercial. Check this one out. This is an Eagle Pass, and and here they are. So they've been processed. They came in illegally. The government processed them and said, "Here's your your court date that you need to turn out in," which. Most of them never do, of course. Once they once they get into the country, they disappear until they're arrested for a crime. And they're just getting off the buses in the non-governmental organizations that are funded by the U.S. government. The U.S. government's funded by the taxpayer. Therefore, the taxpayer is paying for these private organizations to bus illegals around the country and invade our country. We're basically paying and financing for the invasion of the United States of America. It's insane. No other country in the world would do this. And the ones that have are walking it back. Some of the European countries that have gone crazy with the immigration are going, oh my gosh, they're destroying our country. Do you think? It's not your culture. It's not your country. You brought all these people in. You didn't vet them properly. I've got nothing wrong with legal immigration, with people who could be productive to the American society, with people that bring a skill set that come up can come up here and contribute. Doesn't sound like an unreasonable ask if you want to come to our country. All right, it's come time for the weirdness section of the show, and then we're going to move on. We're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about the numbers a little bit because the numbers are staggering. The numbers of people that have come into this country under the Biden administration that came in just last just last year in, in December and January. Also, the projected number. And I mean, it, it's just it's staggering. I'm going to give you some comparisons. So stay tuned for that. Before we do that, though, let's let's all laugh together for a minute, shall we? Are these new green buses going to keep their signature yellow color? These are going to remain yellow school buses because who doesn't love a yellow school bus? They will remain yellow, but their heart will be green. So here's the thing. Who doesn't love a yellow school bus? 
right? Can you raise your hand if you love a yellow school bus, right? Just, there's something about the, and, and most of us, many of us went to school on the yellow school bus, right? And it's wheels on the bus, go round and round. <laughs> You know what also excites me? What I'm, I, among the many things, I'm excited about electric school buses. I love electric school buses. I just love them for so many reasons. Maybe because I went to school on a school bus. Hey, raise your hand if you went to school on a school bus, <laughs> right? on the bus, go round and round. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. School buses and Venn diagrams. Those are her things. And Venn diagrams have wheels too, and they go round and round. So maybe that's the thing is she has school bus. She's just like wheels. But what is her deal with school buses? She's got this infatuation with school buses. Biden gave her the, maybe Biden gave her the, you know what? You're in charge of the school bus. You're in charge of the <laughs> selling the, the electric school bus to the public. And she took it to heart. <laughs> wow. Check this report out. Southern border officials share stunning new numbers on known gotaways as border agents struggle to keep up with an overwhelming surge. Good evening, I'm John Scott, and this is the Fox Report. We are only four months into the fiscal year, and the latest numbers coming from our southern border paint a troubling picture. Customs and border protection sources tell Fox News nearly 300,000 illegal migrants have slipped past Border Patrol agents since October 1st. That number is only expected to grow and should soon surpass last year's record. Matt Finn has that story for us. Matt. Okay, so let's talk about Godaways. This is the, these are the people that came across the border that did not go through processing. They were caught on an electronic surveillance device coming over the wall with a camera or uh, going through a, an area that had cameras or motion sensors. People who were actually chased down by law enforcement but were lost. The people who got away. These are the documented people. That they've documented the fact these people got away because they have it on surveillance or physical pursuit how many people they are. And they admit now, the, the, the border patrol, they admit that since Biden took office, 1.2 million is the number of Godaways. We have no idea where they are, who they are, where they came from. All we know is they came into the country illegally and we don't know where they are. Just since October 1st, the fiscal year of 2023, which began October 1st, 293,993 gotaways came across. They didn't go through any, through any sort of vetting, any sort of processing. They could have COVID. They could have bombs. They could have weapons. They could have fentanyl. They could have children that aren't theirs. Okay. Add that to the 1.2 million that have already come across since Biden became president. That's 1.5 million gotaways that have come into this country. So 
since Biden came into office, and follow me here a little bit, we're gonna we're gonna do some math. I'm sure we can do a little bit of math. So three million gotaways since October first, one point two million before that. So that's one point five three hundred thousand. So that's one point five million gotaways, right? So far since Biden has been in office. Okay. He also has four point five million documented people that came across that went through the process that that came across declared asylum and were allowed into the country basically on a parole status is what it is i mean okay you're on parole bam come back to your court date which they never did so you add that the 1.5 million gotaways to the 4.5 million who legally came in you have 6 million illegals who have entered the country just since biden came into office Two years ago. That's that's a staggering number. It's almost as large as the population of Washington State. The entire state. It's also like 2% of the population of the entire country. And it gets worse. In 2023, the projected number is 2.6 million that will come across and if you count the number of gotaways, which is basically the percentage, 26%, another 0.7 million. Yeah, that all up. 9.3 million people, and, and some projections are as high as 12 million illegals will have entered the United States by the end of 2023 since Biden took office. 12 million. That's equivalent to the population of Washington and Oregon combined. Think about that. It's like 4% of the population of the entire country. A country cannot absorb that and remain a sovereign nation. You can't just allow that many people unvetted and ill-prepared to contribute. The country will fail. It'll fail financially. It'll fail Socially, it will fail criminally. You can't just absorb that kind of action and expect to survive as a sovereign nation. There's no country in the world that allows that sort of thing to happen. Not one. If you know one, let me know. I'd love to hear which one you think it is. Because as far as I know, nobody does. And they continue to come across every single day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And there's no end in sight because the administration doesn't want it to end. The Biden administration wants the the, the replacement theory is a true thing. It's a true thing. Check this. Let's look at December alone. We had over 250,000 uh, total encounters just along the southwest border of December alone to add to that almost uh, 830,000 that we've seen the first 90 days of this fiscal year. To put that perspective, if we keep this pace going on for a full term under this administration for 48 months, we're looking at anywhere between 12 to 13 million total encounters in Godaways. That would make it the fifth largest populated state in this country just under New York. So what do you want? Do you want the United States of America that's a sovereign nation and the most prosperous and most 
opportunistic and the greatest country on earth or basically the greatest country to ever exist? Or do you want to descend into the cesspool of mediocrity because we've diluted our exceptionalism? <sighs> Again, it's something pretty frustrating to me. Governor the Abbott. The administration is basically uh, granting parolee status to these people who are coming across the border illegally. And all that will do is to spur even more people to rush the border thinking that they too will get parolee status. But to be clear, what the Biden administration is doing is flat out contrary to federal law. Federal law does not allow this mass parolee process. It requires uh, any president, executive branch, to uh, I issue parole on only a case-by-case -case basis. And so we, the state of Texas, we filed a lawsuit to put a stop to this program by the Biden administration because. Because there's no due process. The federal government has just decided to let all these people in. They're the sole dictator. They're the sole authority. Then they just decide to do whatever it is that they want to do. To the detriment of communities around this country. There are probably terrorists entering this country. I mean, certainly there are. There are certainly drug dealers, and there's a record amount of fentanyl, including a record number of fentanyl deaths, over 100,000 last year, fentanyl overdose deaths, the majority of which comes through Mexico with the ingredients coming from China. This is an outright assault and attack on the United States of America. Make no mistake. This is not some this is not some arbitrary thing. This is not something that's just happening. This is something that's happening on a daily basis. Where else in the world would you see something like this? These illegals, people from other countries, countries thousands of miles away, not just your bordering nations, but countries thousands of miles away. Just streaming across the border of a country. You would not see that. You would not see it anywhere. It's time we shut down the border. It's time we send the military down there. This administration won't do it, which is why he needs to go. We need Donald Trump back. We need somebody who will secure the border, secure our energy interdependence, and make America great again. Because all Biden has done is make America open to the world and make America horrible again. Record inflation, record uh, low wages, real wages. 21 months in a row they've gone down. Massive illegal immigrants just allowed to come in. Their idea of, of uh, immigration, their idea of border control is to allow every single person who wants to come in, come in. All we need to do is increase the capacity for processing them. If they could, they would let 10 million people a year come in or more. It's not sustainable. We would lose this nation and the greatness that it is. 
Here's the none better take of the day. You've got an administration in office that wants to do nothing except let as many illegals in as possible, assimilate as many of them into our society as possible. The great replacement theory is not a theory. It is a fact. They want to replace the American voting bloc with a massive amount of dependent, government-dependent voters. This is not something new. They've been going at this for decades. The quickest way to do that is to bring in as many illegals as possible. That's why that's always been for amnesty. It's not about, they could care less about these people. They don't care where they came from. They don't care what abuses they lived under. They don't care they were living in the dirt and didn't have clean drinking water and were sexually abused and emotionally abused and physically abused by whoever wanted to abuse them. They don't care about that. The only thing they care is about getting them into this country and making them dependent on the federal government so that they will vote for them in the next election cycle. That's all they care about. They don't care about the security of this country. They don't care about you and me. They don't care about our tax dollars. They don't care about the fact that fentanyl has now become the largest killer of people in this nation between the ages of 20 and 45. Number one, above heart attacks, above cancer, above everything else, overdose deaths from fentanyl. The majority of which comes across the Mexican border with materials from China. This is an assault on our country. It's an attack on the United States. It is unacceptable. It is treasonous. And the fact that it's continuing to happen is unbelievable. You've got New York City trying to deal with the migrant crisis. And their answer is, well, we don't mind the migrants. It's just the federal government needs to pay for them. They're putting them up in four-star hotels. They're demanding that they be, we need to be put up in luxury apartments. We don't want to go to the, these are people that were living in the dirt, that they were shitting in holes in the ground. Okay? They didn't know where their next meal were coming from. And now they come up here and demand Did they get to live in luxury hotels and luxury apartments? Oh, how quickly the entitlement attitude of leftist America has saturated them because that's all they've seen. That's all the news shows. If all the mainstream media shows, if all you saw from your government-provided phone as an illegal person coming into this country was how everybody got everything for free, And you had a media that promoted that because you're watching CNN, MSNBC, all these free sites on your cell phone. You would think that America was, you just, once you get to America, man, you get everything of the best for free. And if you don't, you just claim that you're oppressed. You just claim racism. You just claim white supremacy. And then you could sue, you know, because then that's what we do, right? Pathetic. We need individual accountability. We need cultural accountability. We need societal accountability. Our politicians and the ruling class and their NGOs, we didn't get into that as much today as I wanted to because that's where the money's at. The government giving the non-governmental organizations money and the lobbyists who then help get them reelected. 
But in the end, it, it all really comes down to our politicians. It all comes down to the fact that there are no term limits, the fact that people get into Congress and get into the Senate and they stay there for their entire lives. 40 years. Public service, my ass. They're servicing themselves and they're becoming wealthy off their insider information and off of our, off our backs. It's time we stand up. It's time we said no. It's time we held them accountable since they won't hold people accountable for their transgressions. It's time we held our government accountable for theirs. Thanks for tuning in. This has been the Nun Report. If you're just listening on Renegade Radio or any podcast out there, make sure you check me out on uh, rumble.com slash the Nun Report. You can watch all the video. You can see all the stuff I put up today and the numbers and this sort of thing. You can catch me on all the socials at the Nun Report, except for TikTok, because I don't do that commie BS. Or just go to my website, thenunreport.com. It's pretty easy. Remember that one. If you remember anything from what I said, thenunreport.com, it can leak you right into everything. And uh, anyway, hey, thanks for watching. And as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor.